Thank you, Bridge Church, for helping us today. And, you know, I love partnerships. And life is a lot about partnerships. And uh, so today, as you listen to this message, we're going to believe for a partnership for life with Christ. We're going to finish our series today on Faith Moves Our Health. And we're going to deal with the subject of spiritual health. You know, uh, over the last number of weeks, we have been dealing with the subject of health. And our scriptures for the month came from James chapter 5, verse number 15 through verse number 16. So if you have your Bibles, your iPhone, your iPads, let's look that scripture up. James chapter 5, verse number 15 and 16. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. I love it like that. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Man, I love it. Je Jeremiah chapter 33, verse number six is our other verse. Nevertheless, I will bring health and healing to it. I will heal my people and allow them to enjoy abundant peace and security. Jeremiah 33, 6. Now those scriptures we have been talking about all month. And we have dealt with a number of subjects in the subject of health. And we first um, approached this subject in the physical side of our health. And we told of how that God does miracles. We used the very first miracle after Jesus's resurrection and Pentecost when Peter and John was going to the temple in Acts chapter three. And you see the lame man that had been carried there from birth ha had been healed. A miracle happened right before their eyes. We preach that faith moves. It needs some action. You got to have action. The apostle moved toward that man. They walked by him many other times. And this day was a different day. Then faith expects. Man, that's a big deal when you expect something to happen. Just like today, I'm believing that something good is going to happen for you. You make a choice. Every time I preach, I give people the opportunity to choose to follow Christ. Today, you'll be given that opportunity. After this message on our spiritual health, I hope that there is a, a light bulb that comes on. I hope a, a door swings wide open that says to you, I need to make that decision. Well, faith not only moves and not only expects, but it also receives. See, if you believe for a miracle, a miracle is going to happen. I believe in miracles. Miracles still happen. See, if God can handle our physical health, then that next week we talked about our mind and our emotions and, and our mental health. And, and I dealt with the subject of an unhealthy mind and the characteristics there and a healthy mind and the characteristics there. And then there was an 
action plan that was given. If you've not listened to either one of those sermons, I just encourage you to go back either via the YouTube channels that we have or the Facebook or the other live stream platforms that we use. Go to the website and zero in and listen to those maybe for the first time or for some of us, we need to listen to them a few times. But one of the things I believe that God speaks to our hearts is that things will happen. When, when God is moving in our lives, things will happen. See, when you are healthy, you will have a strong heart. You will have a confidence in God's word no matter what. You will have a clear vision of who Jesus is is guiding you through what what process of life Jesus is guiding you through. You also have to let go of the old habits. You know, if you're going to have a healthy life, you there's some things that you may have done or been doing, you've got to make some adjustments. And, and a lot of times those adjustments just keep weighing you down. You got to have a hope and a future. You know that scripture that teaches us that in Jeremiah I believe if you have a hope and a future, there are things about your life that you will modify, you will adjust so that it's healthy. You will also have peace. You know, a healthy life brings peace. And we spent a lot of time with that last week. And so I also believe that the Holy Spirit gives us the power to go through life's challenges. See, I have peace. I pray you have peace and that this faith will move your health. Today, I want to deal with the subject of our spirit man. As we conclude this month, you know, when I look at the reopening that we've just done here in Rome, we're now on our second week and oh man, the adjustments that we've all had to make, our our various teams and the things we've had to modify and the things we've had to change. And you can look at it as a negative. We're going to look at it as a positive because the spirit man needs some of the uh, characteristics that are important. I'm going to deal with them today of a healthy spirit man and, and having the reopening of a church where we can now come together, not only because we've had so many months of being online, but now we have the ability to get together to see fellow believers. That's important. And you'll hear that later in this message. But today, I kind of want to do it like I did last week. I want to give you three points. I want to give you the signs of an unhealthy spiritual life. Then I'm going to give you the signs of a healthy spiritual life. And then I'm going to give you an action plan to make sure your life is healthy. First thing is our signs of unhealthy spiritual life. They're the warning signs, I may call them like that. Um, and, and it's just a small list, but I think they're so important. And for those of you that take notes of these sermons, I think this is extremely important. Here are some signs of an unhealthy spiritual life. You have little desire to pray. Prayer is important. And if your life is unhealthy, you don't want to spend time in prayer. Number two, reading the Bible. It only happens sometimes now. 
where before it used to happen a lot, now you've backed it down. You know, with COVID-19 and all the quarantining and all the times we've had to stay in our homes, you would have thought people would have spent a little more time praying and a little more time reading their Bibles. But you can look at your life and say, these are the first two characteristics, less time in prayer and a lot less time reading the Bible. Number three, a, a, a stopping of association with fellow believers, your friend group is now different. Your people you surround yourself is different. And I'm not saying that colleagues and people that we go to school with, etc., can't be good people. I'm just saying we've stopped associating with Christian influence. Number four, which leads to that, is our church attendance begins to decline. We start giving all the reasons why we can't show up to church today. We slept in too late. We stayed out too late. We didn't prepare. We didn't get our clothes right. We didn't, uh, da, 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 da. and you come up with all these excuses and you find yourself another day not in church. Next, I believe that your lifestyle begins to change. Sometimes it's your dress. Sometimes it's uh, the overall appearance of your life. Sometimes it's the things that you start listening to or reading. And then the last characteristic that I want to deal with today is that you become very negative. Everything's bad. <laughs> Everything's going to be bad. And, and, you, and because of those other things that I just talked about, that leads to an unhealthy spiritual life. Now, you may be sitting there saying, ah, he's hitting us between the eyes today. Well, I'm not, I didn't want to spend a long time on that because you, you say, well, I, you know, your style of preaching is not that, that you deal with that kind of stuff. And that I can tell you, I don't like dealing with that. I'd rather tell you how to get out of that kind of mess and just say, for those of you that's in a mess today, let's go. But I, I needed to point out some of the things because sometimes the enemy is so sly and coming in the back door, the side door, that you're caught off guard before you even know it. And there's some things that started to change in your life. And you say, man, I knew better than this. And now I find myself with some of those unhealthy characteristics in my life. Then there's some signs of a healthy spiritual life. You love to pray. As a matter of fact, your prayer time may be starting out at a small period of time and it turns into a longer period of time. So you may have extended periods of prayer. Your reading is not just reading a verse or two or, or just reading a chapter. It, it goes into extended reading and not only reading, but studying. See, I believe we should study the word of God. The Bible teaches that. Study to show yourself approved. See, if we're studying the word, we, we cross-reference. We, we check, check other verses. And, and so not only is Bible reading important, but, but the study of the Bible. That's why Christian education that we offer online uh, and in the classroom soon, but online so that 
we, we felt like it was important to keep that going because it feeds your spiritual man. The word feeds you. That Hear that. Hear that very clearly. The word is the substance that goes into your spirit man that feeds you and keeps you healthy. Number three, it's the association with believers. If you're healthy, you uh, want to associate in the small group settings, in the bigger group settings. You want to be around Christians and, and those Christians kind of spur one another on. And, and I'm not saying just associate only with Christians. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that you will find out that your friend group has a lot of things in common and you talk about spiritual things. And it's not hard to take up conversation about spiritual things. So an, a healthy spiritual life uh, associates uh, uh, with other believers. Another component of this is get involved in the local church. Now, you may be watching in, in America or South Africa or Russia or something. You say, how am I going to find a church? Listen, you send us an email and we will help you find a church that is a Bible-believing, faith-filled style church. And I promise you, our team will do that. All you have to do is send us an email. And that will be listed there at the end of the message on how to connect with us. I, I don't want to just be your pastor uh, just here on the internet. I, I want to challenge you and encourage you to fellowship with other believers around the world. The next thing I think is, and not after you associate and come and be a part of a church, I, I think that that leads to a servanthood. See, we start taking on the characteristics of Christ. Christ was a servant. So if you're having a healthy life, you, you, you're not afraid to serve. You're not afraid to get involved. You know, being the pastor of an international church and, and you have all kinds of people in that church, it's amazing to me that the people that attend our church, our Rome campus here, they don't say, well, I have this title in my life, so I can't help move the chairs. Or I, I, I do have this title, so I'm obligated to move the chairs. It's, hey, we have the Jesus title. We are followers of Christ, and Christ is the epitome or the, uh, the strongest move that we could say towards being a servant we were able to see modeled by Jesus Christ. That's a healthy characteristic. One who wants to serve. Next, I think a healthy spiritual life is one that wants to witness. You want to speak of the good things that God is doing. You know, it, it, everybody wants, and everybody has a story, but everybody wants to hear the story. What made you a follower of Christ? People tell me all the time, Pastor, I can't be on the evangelism team. I can't do this. I can't do that. Well, the only person stopping you from doing that is yourself. Because I don't think God takes our excuses and says, well, he has an excuse, so we don't want him to do that. I don't believe that. I believe you're a true follower of Christ. You will want to share the good news with others. You will say, hey, I once was a sinner, 
And Jesus came into my life and he changed me. See, so many of us, we would grow in a, in a more healthy way if those were the conversations we were having. And lastly, a sign of a, of a healthy spiritual life is a person that's positive. Uh, people all the time saying, Pastor, you always say it like it's going to happen. Well, I believe it's going to happen. You see, if it's going to happen, you've got to expect, just like Peter and John did that day, they, they were expecting something to happen. The lame man was expecting some money. Peter and John were expecting the man to walk. Now, they hadn't seen it before from their uh, prayer. They saw it from Jesus before, but now they were saying the prayer. See, I'm saying to you that if you speak faith, faith will happen. Faith moves. If you speak faith, that means positive. Faith's not negative. Faith is positive. Positive faith. See, we have faith. It's, it's like we say a lot in Hebrews chapter 11, verse number one, is that it, it's like this. I'm, I'm stepping out on nothing and it becomes something. In other words, I don't see it, but I believe it's going to happen. I trust that it's going to happen. See, I believe God is preparing heaven for us. I believe in heaven. And I believe that if I live my life and I have a healthy spiritual life, I'm going to go to heaven someday. So lastly, I want to give us an action plan that will help us get to heaven and have a healthy spiritual life. So number one, let's go back to the basics. You know, sometimes we get caught up and, and, and I've seen this a lot of times in, in people that have been serving the Lord for a longer period of time. So this message is not just to the person that has an unhealthy life. It's to everybody. Sometimes people that have been in church for a long period of time have gotten calloused. Now listen to me. They're, they're not as entombed to the Spirit's voice as they once were. They've kind of gotten into the routine. This is my chair in the church. This is what I do in the church. This is what I, what I am. You see what I'm saying? And, and you've gotten calloused. You, you become a lot more judgmental. You, you, you know, when the pastor messes up, you're quick to say, hey, he messed up. Or the person that sang the song, they did their best, but they missed a word. And you're quick to say what they missed. So this message is not just to the person that's listening, maybe for the first time and say, man, my, my life's a wreck. I've never been to church. I'm hearing a preacher preach today for the very first time. See, the audience that I preach to around the world of thousands of people, I don't, I don't judge before I start my message. Well, I'm only going to preach to the person that's been serving God for 10 years. No, I, I'm preaching to the world. I'm preaching to those that have never heard Jesus's name. And at the same time, I'm preaching to the saint in the chair that may have gotten a little bit cold and indifferent. But I'm also preaching to the man full of faith and the woman full of faith because you are our role models so that we can look to you and say, man, look at how they've done it. 
Look at how they've lived for all these years. See, just because you've been in the pew for a long time doesn't mean that you've gone backwards. Some of you have gone forward and you continue to go forward. Your prayer life is strong. Your Bible reading is strong. Your knowledge of the word is strong. Let me tell you, you're a friend to all. You, you, you don't shut anybody out. You have a positive word for that preacher. Some of you that listen to me and then you go to your church. Listen, my friend, be positive to your pastor. Say good things about him. And, and so I felt like we needed a, a little action plan. So that first one was go back to the basics. Just get back to them. Well, what do you mean by that? I, I, I thought, well, if you've asked, I'll give you the answer. If we're going back to the basics, I think we should start listening to praise and worship music that's healthy. Good Christian praise and worship music. Listen to it. Let it go in to your heart. Number two, spend at least five minutes a day talking to God. You talk. Now, if you spend at least five minutes a day talking to God, I want you to spend five minutes a day listening to God. You say, God's going to talk to me. I've said it for years. If you listen, God will talk. The problem is a lot of us start talking and we don't shut down enough for God to tell us something. So go back to the basics. Next, I want you to start associating with Christian people. Now, when I say back to the basics, I'm saying for some of you that find yourself in an unhealthy spiritual environment right now, go back to the basics. Start associating with Christian people that are healthy. Now you'll do that. And one of the things that, that are part of the basics is reading the word of God. You know, you can share scriptures with a brother and sister. You can talk to them about what you've read in the Bible. So it's not just prayer and listening. You got a Bible read. You got to read the Bible again. I also want to suggest this next action plan is important. All of these are important, but this one is seek godly counsel. A lot of you are going through some challenges in your life and you say, man, I, I could use some help. Well, seek godly counsel. Look to some godly people. You say, man, I know that they've been through it. Go and ask them, would you help me? Give me some advice. Next, I want you to be faithful to church. Now, maybe the only way that you can go to church in the situation that you're in presently is an online campus. We're good. I have no problem with that. And, but when we do our Zoom classes and we get together and the fellowship things, you've got to find time for that. Make time for that. But I want you to be faithful to churches. And let me give you another example. Sometimes we got people that well, on one Sunday they go to this church and another Sunday they go to this church and another Sunday they go to this church. Let me tell you, find a good church and stay there. Because if you have too many voices speaking into your head, you'll find out that that brings some confusion. Find a Bible-based preacher church. 
Make sure it's based on the word of God. Not what man says, what God says. And then start being accountable to someone. Find a, a, an accountability partner. Hey, check me on this. Let somebody ask you the hard questions. Associate with some guys or ladies, you know, ladies with some ladies, guys with some guys, and find somebody that can hold you accountable. Ask you the hard questions. And, and lastly, in my action plan, I want you to get hungry for more of God in your life. He never runs out. He doesn't run out of grace. He doesn't run out of mercy. He doesn't run out of forgiveness. He doesn't run out of healing. He doesn't run out. He has a never-ending supply. And all you've got to do is get yourself in the position to get your faith moving towards God. And you will find out that the God that created you is the God that's going to fix you. I've said it for years. And sometimes in our spiritual man and our spiritual life, it, we get into these unhealthy ruts. This is the time to get out of the rut and get back on solid ground. Get back with the word. Get back with prayer. There you go again, pastor, on the basics. Yep, back to the basics. So that was our action plan. Remember, if you put unhealthy things in your mind, your spirit, you're going to get unhealthy results. I'm going to say that again. If you put unhealthy things in, you're going to get unhealthy things as results. So today, I want us to conclude our time with talking to God for just a few moments. Online, we're going to talk to God. Yeah, online, we're going to talk to God. I'm going to ask you to say some prayers and I'm going to say some prayers and we're going to see that God's going to work in our life. James chapter 5, verse 16, the last part of that says, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. See, I believe you can live a healthy spiritual life. Not just some days, not just on Sunday or not just on this month. No, no, I'm talking about year round. Yes. You can have a healthy spiritual life. And maybe today you've listened to this message and you say, oh, pastor, you don't know my situation. I have gone down the wrong path. I've, I've, I've gone off the deep end. Well, God's ready to pull you back in, <laughs> back into his love, back into his mercy. And all you got to do is pray. And secondly, those of you that maybe find yourself a little bit of an unhealthy spiritual condition right now, maybe your major sign right there today was unhealthy that you were negative all the time. Maybe it was because you found out that you're not reading the Bible like you once did. But whatever it was, whatever that sign was, it sent off the alarm to you today in this message. You say, I'm going to commit myself to make a change in this area. And I can tell you, God's not going to sit there with a hammer and start hammering you because you did, did something bad or you didn't, didn't, you know, didn't do something. <laughs> you didn't read today. You didn't pray today. God's not taking the hammer to you today. But God's saying, come on. I love you and I'm going to help you back in 
to a good, healthy relationship with me. So that's the second prayer. So today, let's start with that first prayer. Maybe you've got some things in your life. You've got sin in your life. The direction you're going is not a good direction. You find yourself going the wrong direction. You're with the wrong people. You're doing the wrong things. You're listening to the wrong things and you need to make a change. Well, just say this prayer with me and you'll find out that God will take away all your sins and give you a new start. So say this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. From this day forward, for the rest of my life, I'm going to live for you. The things I was doing that were sin, I'm going to stop doing. Because you've just come into my heart and life. And I thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, in a moment, I'm going to give you some things to do. If you just said that prayer. But i got to get to that second prayer. Maybe you're that person that's uh, gone a little bit. You look at your barometer today or your thumbometer and you're saying, man, I've got some unhealthy things. Why don't you just take them like you have them in your fist right now and you can say, Lord, I'm going to give them to you. This lack of Bible reading, I'm going to give it to you. This lack of prayer time, I'm going to give it to you. This disassociation with Christians, I'm going to give it to you. Lord Jesus, you've got people from all over the planet today, oh Lord, that are handing their issue to you. They're saying, Lord, I didn't want this to happen in my life, but I'm giving it to you. Lord, it's because of some things that's happened in the past or thing that happened in this relationship or a decision that was made that led to a, a problem. Lord, we're not looking at our past. We're looking at what we've done. And we're saying, Lord, change me. Search my heart today. And there even be anything, oh Lord. God, I surrender it to you this day. God, I want to have a healthy spiritual life. I want to be a model for those around me that they can see Christ in me. So Lord, today, help my friends as we say this prayer together. So will you right now in your chair, wherever you're listening to this today, will you say a prayer? I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to stop the sermon. I'm not going to stop our prayers, but I'm going to just take a few moments right now and allow you, I want you to pray out loud. You pray right there, wherever you are. Will you pray out loud and say, Lord, help me this day. Will you do that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, as these friends are listening, Lord, help hear their prayers, God. The prayer of a righteous person is effective. It's effective. And they're praying to you today, Lord. They're reaching out to you. Thank you for that today, Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining us today. If you said that prayer and you invited Christ into your life, there'll be some ways at the bottom of this screen today for you to send us a note. Just send us a note and say, hey, I gave my life to Christ. Send it to that email there. And I can promise you, I will begin praying with you and for you for the rest of this year. That's my promise I make to everyone. Also, on our website, there's many ways. One of them is one of our ministry platforms called Network 211. 
It's a platform for Bible teachings and trainings that you can study the Word of God. It is very good information for you. So do that. And then for those of you that have, this is your church. I want you to know we have rejoined together and the Rome campus is thriving. Of course, with our social distancing rules, we can only let so many people in the building at a time. And, and, and maybe you've been in Rome and you say, oh, I'm so glad the church is open. Well, you got to register and you got to register online. You can go to the website to do that. And I want to, I want as your pastor, I want to thank you for your generosity in the middle of a pandemic and COVID-19. You guys have been so faithful in giving. And maybe you're new to our church and you say, what's this giving? We give to help the work of the ministry. All of us give. We give unto the Lord. And there's ways there that will be listed on how that you can make a deposit into our bank. And this is your gift and I think today there's Lord talking to a few of you about making a change. Maybe the spiritual condition of your life has been you've not been faithful in your giving. And the wake-up call was, man, start being faithful. Now, I'm not talking to those of you that lost your jobs. I'm not talking to those of you that are going through a very difficult time in your life. I'm talking to those of you today. You say, hey, I need to be faithful in my giving to the Lord. And I want to encourage you to be faithful. And there'll be opportunities, as I said earlier, that'll be listed there for you to join us. You don't want to miss what God is doing. Our prayers are for you. God is for you. I want you to have a healthy physical body. I want you to have a healthy mental body, mind, emotion. I want it to be under control. And I want your spiritual man to be healthy. Maybe you know some people that they say, Pastor, they need to hear these messages. Well, I want you to share it. If you're on the Facebook uh, platform, all you have to do is hit share. Now, for some reason, last week, we had 50-some thousand people watching us, but we only had a few shares. The days that we have uh, 15, 20 shares, more than that, if you have that many people watching, I want to encourage you, don't just log in and watch. I want you to share this. It's just the pressing of a button. Share. Share to your Facebook. Share to the platforms. And uh, God is going to help us keep reaching people around the world. Lord, today, bless my friends. Meet all their needs. Lord, thank you that you want us healthy and our spiritual man to be healthy. You help us, you heal us, our body, our mind, our soul, and our spirit. God bless these people, I pray. Keep them healthy this week. And God help them in their action plans to move closer to you than they've ever been before. So Lord, today bless them, I pray. In the name of the Father, name of the Son, and name of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you, church. Thanks for joining us this day. Amen.